Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Dee. So excited about this conversation we are about to have. They are so, they're so rich, these conversations. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I just find it to be so freeing. Yeah. yeah. So today's topic is scarcity and abundance. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that I really appreciate this topic is because it blew my mind. Mm. Because what I didn't know before was that scarcity and abundance are a mindset. When I found out that scarcity and abundance are a mindset, I felt like all of a sudden the the things that I just normally assumed were not available, not there, I, I felt as if I had access to something that I that I hadn't had before. Hmm. Sure. An yeah. abundant mindset. Right? An abundant mindset. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it was like wait a second, this doesn't have to be the way it is. Like I can think differently about that and feel more abundant in my yeah. my yeah. work or in my life or in my relationships or you know, even within myself. And what I was astounded by, really astounded by, is that abundance actually is the mindset that is always there and that lack can be in abundance. Like we can, mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. actually create lack abundantly we sure if we focus right. on on what's lack not, what's on missing what's not, what i yeah. didn't get done what i don't have time for right 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 which because is, yeah. right what we what we focus on we get more of that's right and so when we say the word scarcity i mean that there is this it's seemingly prevalent mindset in our culture today or a, a common focal point to look at what's missing right what's lacking what i'm deficient in you know I didn't have enough time. I'm not going to have enough energy. I know, never get enough sleep, right? So before our feet even hit the floor in the morning, we're already behind right. in something, I, already exact, lacking. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you're talking about the intangibles. What about the, I don't have enough clothes. I don't have enough money. Money. I don't have enough friends. Or yeah. I don't have enough responsibility at work. Yeah. It's it's all of that. It's very and pervasive. In our culture. Yeah, yeah, I think we're almost trained to think, about what's missing. Right. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, and so what I'm going to say to our listeners and to us as well is to to listen for it, to listen with the ear, to tune in to these, uh, these ideas, to just really get a sense of how pervasive it is, just even for, you know, five minutes. It's really amazing to think how often we tell ourselves a story of lack, a story of scarcity, and it's really not serving us ourselves is not serving us in our relationships yeah it creates separation and suffering Mm -hmm. competition Mm -hmm. so one thing i wanted to share here today is um i heard a speaker i don't even know years ago at a coaching conference her name is lynn twist and she's an activist and just a beautiful person and she was the keynote speaker for this coaching conference and she wrote a book called The Soul of Money, which is an interesting title. But she talked in there about scarcity. And she named three myths of scarcity, which I think are really interesting. So I'm going to share. We'll share them and we'll talk about them. So scarcity myth number one is there's not enough. There's not enough to go around. Yeah, we're all right? familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. 
there's not enough to go around. We just spent last episode talking about the idea of not enough time, right? You know, yeah, um, being a myth. And we were talking about <laughs> culturally how that really that idea begins so early, mm-hmm. right? When when our kids go to nursery school and they play. Musical chairs. Musical chairs. There's not enough chairs for everyone. Chairs. Oh <laughs> Someone's going to be Someone's left out. Someone's going to be left out. <laughs> and then you bring it, you know, you fast forward it into school. There's only mm-hmm. one person that could be a valedictorian That's or there's true. only one person that, you know, whatever it is, or a few people that are going to mm-hmm. be selected into this or that. You know, and I also feel like that is really pervasive in our commerce, you know, because when I worked for the judge group, in a sales role, and then even in the sales leadership role, (coughs) there was a way that it was obviously very competitive uh, workplace, also promoting separation, but people had territories, people Mm -hmm. had accounts, people had certain clients. And if you encroached on someone else's territory, then there was a big blow up. I mean, people were, would be really angry because not enough to go around. Not like, mm-hmm. hey, thanks for helping me out or thanks for taking this client when I wasn't available or, hey, what a great find. There's more here. No, it was like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. You know, and that I think that happens across the board in sales. And it's a really, really competitive doggy dog kind of yeah. kind of world versus hey, let me help you do better at what you're doing, and I know that'll come around. Right, and I think, you know, what we started with you saying it's a mindset, right? So there are people that we can probably think of that maybe in that same situation would see it as helpful. You know, I can choose to see what you did as helpful or as encroaching. Right. And, and I mean, I know you and I talked about this in contrast in the coaching world, and it's not mm-hmm. only the coaching world, I'm not like... You know, <laughs> just because I love coaching, but right. we sh- like we share yes. knowledge, information, yes. paperwork. Right. You know, I remember asking you a while ago if I could look at your the contract you give to your clients because I was trying to rewrite my, rewrite mine, and you I had it in my email box within like five minutes. Right. You didn't think about oh I don't know should I share it with her? You know, it is it is a a very open field perhaps, right. and I know we're not the only field like that. But there's just this belief that you know there's enough. There's enough. Yes. I have enough. I can share with you. Right. I can help you. And I do think that that was also started not only in the coaching industry, but also on the World Wide Web, right? Right. You know, when people were just putting code out there or putting content out there or putting, right, Wikipedia is a Mm -hmm. good example. I know this. I want everybody else to know this. Blog posts, chat rooms where you can get access to information. And so I think that, thankfully, hopefully we're moving into that abundance mindset. There's In some plenty, places, sure. Right. There's plenty yeah. to go around. And also I see it, too. If I, you know, have a colleague who's doing really well, I can look at that colleague and say, wow, isn't that amazing? Because if I for can, her, right, yeah. for her or for him, if I can see them doing well and if I can genuinely be happy about it versus think to myself, oh, my God, there, there they go doing all the successful work. That's not me. I don't have that. It's a different experience. Yes. If I can look at them and say, wow, look at what they did, that's possible. They've shown me what's possible. Right. Yeah, that's a cool perspective to shift into. So rather than like a holding, a competitive, a comparing, it's just a releasing. Like, wow, look at that. That's out there. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. So myth number two is the belief that more is better. 
So, oh my gosh, you can actually see that if you go to restaurants. You know, some of the some of like <laughs> oh some goodness. of the the chain restaurants that give you these giant portions. And how you about know. all you can eat? All I'm you can sorry. eat. Yeah, we were just talking about that the other day because we I was out to dinner with my dad and some people, and yeah, the all you can eat mindset. It's like when, I haven't gone to an all you can eat anything in years, but right. I remember when I used to, I felt compelled to like keep eating exactly you know? for nine ninety nine. <laughs> so not only is the you know you can eat all you want, but you have to go there because it's. So like I I don't I didn't get my money's worth yet you know exactly yeah, yeah. so the more is better more mindset. is better and it's interesting because if more is always better then wherever I am must not be enough because right. more is better right yeah. there's some way and I think our culture again does a really good job of helping us feel insufficient you know lacking deficient yeah. in some way yeah and so we have lots of opportunities to you know buy this get that use this so that you'll feel more abundant. Yeah, and you know, and here's a, a big problem with that mindset, and here's what Lynn Twist writes. When, wherever we are, it's not enough, because more is always better. More is better drives competition, accumulation, greed. It heightens fear and quickens the pace, mm. and none of it makes life more valuable. I mean, I think that's kind of like the so what of all of this right. is... Is this adding value to right. my life, to my right. relationships, or is this creating me to feel even worse about myself? You know, I think where it says, she writes, it heightens fear. That's so true. It does. It can, I see yeah. that so much. I see you mentioned schools earlier. You know, I've really seen that as my kids moved into middle school and now high school. Thankfully, not in high school so much, but middle school, the, the drive to want to make kids, you know, work harder and do their best. I know this doesn't happen in all schools, so I'm just speaking of my experience, really was handled through competition and almost through, like, being better than your peers, you Mm -hmm. know. And my son in particular, who's very, like, sensitive to that, really had a hard time with that. He always – he has and still struggles with just feeling not enough, you know, because somebody – was always smarter. He's dang smart. Mm-hmm. He won. A, he got a four-year scholarship to high school, to a private high school. And he's really smart, and he still wow. doesn't believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he he'll say, I'll hear him say, I, you know, I'm so stupid. And I'll say, honey, they don't give scholarships to stupid people. You know? Yeah. But but really, it's it's terrible that how that. You know, we feed that through competition. We, we what's what I'm looking for? Like, it really does play on our self-esteem. Yes, absolutely. Know? And I think, you, you know, we, we were also talking in, in various episodes about mindfulness. I mean, it yeah. takes us out of the present moment. Absolutely. When you think more is better and I don't have enough, then you're not in today. It, we're in there. this moment, yeah. right? You're not mindful. You're, you're looking for the outer world to determine your inner world. Yeah, because I'm looking for how I can get more, do more, be more. So it it causes me to keep looking externally right. as opposed to just being still with where with myself and wherever I am right now and just accepting that it's good and okay. Yeah, you know? and I think what's also really important about this conversation is that whatever I focus on is going to grow yes. because where my attention goes, my energy flows. That's right. If you're going to put more of your attention on what you don't have, that'll be your experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you put attention into what's okay right now in this moment, what's okay, what's enough, yeah. you know, even if it's just that I, I have a, I'm sitting here, you know, I, I like, yeah. I'm actually well, able to sit here. Yeah. Right. So putting your attention on what's working and I do, I do feel that that will create an experience for you when you're, when you're interested in feeling differently, you must actually put your attention on what you're wanting to feel 
versus what you're not feeling. Okay. So Lynn writes, scarcity myth number three is, and that's just the way it is. There's no way out. There's not enough. More is better. The people who have more are always people other than me, mm-hmm. and it's just the way it is. Yeah. And that, gosh, that just leaves us feeling so caught and, and trapped. In a and, realm. Yeah, and like hopeless. Yeah. yeah. I think about how many people struggle with anxiety, you know, and um, I feel like this is so connected to this the comparison, you know, and the the feeling like I'm not okay. I'm just not okay because you're, look at you, look at what you're doing, you're different. But that different has somehow become scarcity. You're, it, it's not just that you're different and I'm I'm like this and you're like that, but I'm like this and how you are is better. Right. Yeah. Right. And even if you see yourself as other than, so if you see that other person as less than or more than, either way. Either way. Right. You know, there is a scarcity yeah. mentality about that. Right. Because it's a comparison of sorts rather than just an acceptance of where I am. Right. And where I am is okay. Did we have a mantra in another episode, I think, that... Maybe it was like where you're, being where your feet are in that yeah. one. Yeah, what was that are. mantra? Be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. And and the second one was I don't know what anything is for. Right. And then third was it's all working, all working out. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's really applicable here as well. That you know, being where our feet are, just but in this context, being okay with who I am, what I am, what I have, you know, and focusing on my gifts, the, my blessings. You know, just being more mindful about what is. Yeah and, yeah, and then working on whatever you want to work on from that, from place, that place. Of acceptance. Of acceptance and from, from knowing Gratitude. that, you know, yeah. I'm, right, I'm creative, I'm resourceful, yeah. I'm whole yeah. Yeah. as I am, and I want to focus on whatever that other thing, you know, whatever that talent or skill yeah. or ability. It's it doesn't different. mean I'm not, yes. right, it doesn't right. mean I'm not. Uh, you know enough but it it could it could mean that i'd like to amp up my ability to you know stretch myself here in piano playing or in software development or in leadership skills or leadership skills right so yeah it's different than saying that you're not okay as you are so you need to gain these skills it's yeah yeah it's again it's about the mindset yeah yeah so i think there's like three takeaways from today's episode one is that scarcity and abundance are a mindset so your reality becomes what you focus on yeah i think it's so important and you know maybe worth spending time on just reflecting on that wait a minute it's a mindset it's a mindset and listening within to listen well what goes on in my mind around these ideas of scarcity right and that actually abundance is the reality and that scarcity is a, a mindset that just means that you are focusing on lack and you're going to get more of it. More of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the second takeaway is that you have a choice mm-hmm. about how to relate to what is. And the third takeaway is, you know, we want to leave you with a mantra. Yes. Right. A, sim- a very simple. Yes. Mantra. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. That's the mantra. Thank you. It just puts you right here in the right now. And as with a breath, with a breath, yeah. And to your point, it has you looking into like, wow, what am I thankful for right now? Yes, right. Thankful for what? Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful mantra because it implies gratitude. Mm -hmm. It implies that something's working. Yeah, you know. And and I do challenge myself to say that even when I'm not seeing it, even in those moments when things feel really hard, right? (laughs) Or I'm really believing that 
it, I'm not, I don't have enough of something, whether it's time or sleep or money or whatever. Or love. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. To just challenge myself to take a breath and just thank you. Right. Thank you for what is. Yeah, and I, I know that we spoke earlier with someone that was talking about not having enough trust in the people she was working with. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right, so yeah. even if the thank you is thank you for the trust. Yeah that I'm developing that's right. the people I'm working yes. with, right? Yeah, you know, that's really cool, too, like to – I play we play with mantras a lot with my clients, and, you know, it has to be one that feels authentic. So right. thank you for the trust that I'm developing, or thank you that I'm learning mm-hmm. to be more trusting of right. this person. So right. it's not, you know, thank you that I trust this person. You know, if I don't, I right. don't right now, and mm-hmm. that's a beautiful awareness, mm-hmm. and yet it doesn't mean that we can't move into that. So with anything, you know, thank you. And it said in a genuine, authentic way. Absolutely. And so if anybody listening knows of anyone working with a scarcity mindset, Mm -hmm. and and it would be helpful to switch to the abundant mindset, then please share this episode with them. Probably all think of one or two people, right? Right. Ourselves included. Mm -hmm. And also, if you haven't yet uh, subscribed to the Rethinking Leadership, Serving Fresh Ideas Over Coffee podcast, please do so now on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Jackie. I love talking about abundance. Me too. And I'd love to hear what people listening have to say about it. So please rate and review. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Until next time. All right. Bye. Bye. We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com, and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com, and we'll see you next time.